There is power in God's word. I'm telling you, I don't think we realize that enough. We, we have had this whole series of the armor of God and how the power of God's word was all through that. And that when you said those things about power, I sat there, I almost went, Jesus, you're so good. Because it's like, what do we say at the end of this battle? We've learned how to put on the full armor of God and we're going to go. We are facing battle every single day, aren't we? And in that time, what do we do? Man, the power, just know there is power on the words of of the Bible. Those words are God-inspired, and when you read them and you declare them and you walk according to those words, you will see miracles happen in your life. You have to understand this. It is not a book. It's the living, active Word of God, and I'm so thankful for a man sneaks in, and when he's done sneaking in, he becomes part of it, and then he makes a difference in his own community. See, that's the way God's Word works, and that's what I'm so excited about. Thank you for sharing that. Today in our Rooted class before, class before church, if you haven't gotten involved in it, you got to because it's some good stuff. Pastor Lauren, I call you Pastor Lauren because you are pastoring in there. And Pastor Natalie are in their teaching, and they do such a good job. Today, I've got to tell you this because this verse is going to kick it up. Do you hear me? Anytime I got a privilege of saying God's word, I mean, these words, if I say these, this is God speaking from heaven. You're going to know that he inspires us. It says, the Lord your God is in your midst. Come on now. You've got to know that he's close. He's not a God who's distant. He's not a God overseas. He's not a God up in heaven where you're just trying to get to him. He is a God in your midst. And we know when we give him praise, even declared today right through the word that was given to our friend right here, Carl, is that this. He is in our midst. He is close. He is closer than a brother. He is right here, right now. And he wants to have a relationship with each one of us. And that's the kind of God I know. The Lord your God is in the midst. A victorious warrior. Victorious warrior. God is the warrior. And he is going to equip you to become the warrior you're supposed to be. We are not timid. We're not Christians that, that shy back from things. We're not, we're not ashamed. We're the gospel. We will stand for what it says. And there is nothing that can stop the armor of God. It says no gate will prevail against the armor of God. That's us. We are the armor. We walk according to that. We are the warriors of God. And I love knowing that his word is where the victorious warrior. Declare it. God is the victorious warrior. Mm-hmm. He's the commander-in-chief. I may be just a soldier, but everything he has, he gives to me. He is a commander and warrior of the kingdom of God, and whatever he has is yours. I will give it to you, he says. So you pick up that armor today. Who picked up the armor today? Who picked it up today? Who believes that God's word is that armor that you can walk in and corners in? Mm. He will be quiet in his love. Oh, I missed one. He will exalt over you with joy. Who can't be joyous today? Come on. You, you can't even get on the news today and say, mm, what are we going to do? He exalts over you in his joy, with his joy. So what's, who's feeling joyous today? Can you feel it? If you don't feel it, where's God? We know he's present, so he's going to bring joy. He says he will be quiet in his love. He will quiet over you. Who wants peace today? Come on. When God brings quiet, you know, when he brings it, you can't be stress-free. Right, Haley? Stress-free, right? Stress-free is your middle name. We've talked about that. Stress-free, quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. That's his word. Who can declare it? We can. I'm telling you, so when he, she said that, I just had to write it down. Had to get it in my soul because you know what? When I declare it, it's there. That's what I'm excited about. 
What does it say after picking up the armor of God? What's it say? Take up these things. It says something. What is another part of the armor of God that's important? What does it declare in verse 18? It says this, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Hmm. What does it mean? The Father of, of heaven is looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. What does that mean? To worship him in spirit and in truth. That means you have to have God's word in truth before you can be in it. And then you're going to have to be in the spirit to be able to be praising him in that way. So when we praise God in this house, and that's the reason why it feels like he's present, because when we worship him in spirit and in truth, then we have to be where? In him. In Christ Jesus. You can't do it on your own. Let God take over in your worship. Worship him. Open up your heart. Give him praise. Give him, and he says, I will inhabit the praises of his people. So you should feel different as you praise God. There should be something happening. If you get in the mode of going from, uh, uh, who came in with a heaviness? You walk in and go, man, I'm, I'm glad I'm here, but it was not a good start. Who had a bad start today? See, you, you understand what I'm saying? You, you, can have a, you can wake up thinking, mm, or you may run into a problem right away, or you may be reminded you've got a bad knee. But when you, you've got to understand something. When you enter his courts with praise, you see, when you start to take, no, uh, I'm not going to listen to this. Just like my wife said, uh, uh, my shoulder, I'm not going to listen to it. It's going it's to speak to me. It's going to hurt. But as soon as I give emphasis to the pain, what can happen to your mind? Doesn't it not follow the pain? Doesn't it go down and so before you know it, you're dwelling upon what is happening to your body? Or you say, no, uh, mm -mm. this isn't going to think this way. My word, the word of God is not going to do that. He's going to lift me up. He's going to encourage me. I'm going to put, uh, uh I'm going to suit up the armor of God. And then when I'm suiting up, waiting to face my enemy, because he's trying to come in. Come on, he tapped on your door today. He's not going to give up. And so when he taps on your door, it's like, suit up. Get suited up. And then we can go up. And on top of this, think of this. This is a weapon, prayer. Prayer is a weapon. And we got to make sure that we, some of us don't know how to pray. Well, I don't know how to pray. Okay. You got to learn how to pray out loud. You got you to be in your house. You got to learn how to declare his word. And you, okay, you want to go in a closet to pray secretly? That's fine. It doesn't mean keep your mouth shut. It doesn't mean you go in your closet, you know, okay, just be quiet. Don't wake up your neighbor. He don't, you know, you're, you're in Walmart. Please don't raise your voice in here. You know, you're in a restaurant. Oh, keep your, God's up there. Keep your mouth quiet. Just think it. Or do you say, no, you declare, you declare my word. You declare it and let them others hear it. I've had families come up to me after. I'm not, I'm not a quiet guy. I'm sorry. When I'm praying, I can be a little out. And unless it's real personal, then I can be quiet. But if it's not and I'm just going to declare it, I'm going to declare it. I've had people come up to me and say, thank you for praying. I said, right there, I get to serve the king. You know, one thing he's given me is a mouth. And this mouth will never be closed because no, no rock's going to cry out my name. Uh-uh, uh-uh, not, not, not in this body. So until he takes away the mouth, it's going to declare his praises. It's going to declare his glory. And there's nothing the devil can do. There's nothing he can take me down with because this cannot be closed. And so I'm telling you today, 
learn his word, declare his word, and begin to pray according to what he has in store. It's called pray in the spirit. It doesn't mean pray in myself. I, I am not going to pray in myself because you know what that's going to do? It's going to lead me to worry. Oh, Lord, do you, do you know I'm here? Lord, you know, I've, I pray this and I'm not sure what, what do I, that kind of prayer? Come on. Prayer that I know of is declaring his word. What I know is this, God, I know you promise. You have promised me he will never leave me or forsake me. You're not a distant God, you're a close God. You've never left my side, you're with me. You see, there's a difference in how to pray. It's declaring, it's praise, I call it. I might be talking to God, but in the midst of it, it's praising him. He is a God that's close to me. He's a God that loves me. He'll never forsake or leave me. He will never. Matter of fact, he resides in me. He resides in me. And if I'm praying in the spirit, then I need to be in his presence. I need to be in his arms. I need to be in what I know he knows, and that is what? His word. Who can stop me? Only this. Do not be thinking opposite of what his word says, for we are here to see today. I'm so excited about this coming to close, but I get so excited about I want to go right back in again. I want to get, I want to gird up in truth. I, I just want to do it over. You know, I can every single day. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to declare his goodness because he's going to take good care with me. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all what? Mm. Praying always. What word is that? Praying. Now, if God says you don't need to do that, why does he just declare you do it all the time? Do you think it's important? He just told you how to suit up. He told you how to defeat your enemy. He told you how to resist your enemy. And now he's going to say, no. He said, now, listen to me. Pray. Pray. And so we're going to pray with supplication, deep need. In the spirit and be watchful to the end with all perseverance, perseverance, steadfast and supplication, deep personal need or lack. How many people need? Who's in need today? I need Jesus every single day, every single hour, every minute. I am never going to rely on myself. I will fail. The flesh must die daily. Let the Lord of God be glorified. You know, the more I die, the more he's glorified. So here's what we're going to do for all the saints. So we're going to learn what does it mean. This is the first part. What does it mean in, in Ephesians 6 right after the armor? Then let's go on to the next one. And for me, <laughs> Paul gets it great. I love it. Paul. And for me, Paul, the utterance. Thank you, Christine, for bringing that word to us today because now we're going to emphasize the utterance. God's word may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of what? The gospel. How many people believe the gospel is good news? Okay, if you believe it, why keep it to yourself? If it's that good, share it. When you share it, just know by his word, the gospel of his word will change the lives around you. It will take someone who sneaks into a meeting and make him a pastor over a village. His word can do that. He can do it in our lives. I'll never be the same. Every time I read it, I am changing. I'm more of a warrior every single day. See, this is what I know about my gospel. For me, the utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador 
in chains. I am slave to my master. And all I can do is shout his praises. Chain me up so that I can declare him more. Chain me up with the gospel so I cannot move without thinking of it. Chain me up so I can't declare anything but his glory, his word. You see, chain me so all I think about is him. That I may be, what? What do I want to do? I want to speak lightly? No, no. Let's pray, but let's keep it quiet. We're in Walmart. Nobody, somebody might hear us. They might be offended. So what? Well, that guy over there doesn't like Jesus at all. I don't care. You see, no, there's no, I'm chained to Jesus, not chained to any person. I'm not chained to, um, I'm not even chained to the, what, independence of America, independence, what is that called? U.S. Constitution. <laughs> I'm not chained to it. I may live in the U.S., but not chained, you see, I'm not, I'm not slave to it. Is it good? Sure. There's order, right? When the founding fathers designed that, wrote it out, there was order because they came from the word. They knew what had to happen in their new country. I, I understand all that, but I'm not chained to government. You, don't, you can't declare that. There is a, there is a amended, there is a separation church and state. You know, I get on this a lot. I'm not chained to any letter from Thomas Jefferson. That doesn't chain me. What chained me as a slave is Jesus, the gospel. And I cannot do but declare it. So if there's somebody in Walmart, I don't even get a chance to, I don't even have a chance to say no. Have I had anybody walk away? More times have I prayed in public and let Jesus work through me. Do you know the difference between prayer and, mm, Lord, what do I say? You're worried about what to say. Just let the Spirit. That's called praying in the Spirit. Let the Spirit take over. Because if truth is in you, it's going to come out. And maybe, do anybody believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Where wisdom can come? The word of knowledge can come? The word of prophecy can come? And you have an opportunity. If you keep in the Spirit, guess what you're going to do? You're going to come up and declare exactly what that person needs. They'll say, well, man, yeah, you can pray for me. Good. Have you forgiven everybody in your life? He may lead you right to forgiveness. He may say, have, this per- have you forgiven people in your life? Have you let go of that misery? Have you ever, he may bring you in a word of knowledge, that person, oh, who can hold it back? When you know you represent the gospel of Jesus, it set you free, made you born again, has equipped you, put the armor of God on. You can defeat the the enemy. Greater is he, the spirit of God that's in me. Why would I not pray? Why would I pray in anything else? Why would I pray in myself? Why not in the spirit? Greater is he that's in me. What is that? He, the spirit of God that's in me. When I'm going to declare something, who, who would I want to talk? Me? Am I understanding? Or the Spirit of God that knows everything, that can equip you, can make you a warrior, who can raise you up? Man, who, how do you want to pray? I'll tell you what, when I run into difficulty, I'm going to look for those who pray in the Spirit. Come on, who are they? Father looks for those who worship Him in spirit and truth. Here it says here, we need to be praying in the Spirit. So I'm looking around for those who are going to pray in the Spirit. Don't come, don't come with me words to encourage me unless we're of God. And maybe I've done something he wants to point out. Come with a word of knowledge to me. 
come in, come in that spirit that comes and corrects because God loves me. He's the God who loves me so much, he disciplines his children. It's not hard. So don't come with me to make me feel good. Come to encourage me in his word. Come to change me so I can walk according to what his plan is for me. You see, that's the power of his word. That's the power of the gospel. Where else can we find that but in his word? Let truth rise up in you today. Be who God has you to be. I want to speak just like Paul asked for. If you're going to pray for me, that I speak boldly, not on my own, but boldly for him. Wow. Can you imagine a church that speaks boldly in Christ Jesus? Can you imagine coming in that presence? Sure, we can have relationship, fun with one another. We can go have an event together, raise money for well. But isn't it wonderful if you can be in the midst of God's word being taught, lifted up? Man, it is so good. I want you to make sure. Utterance, speaking boldly. What are these things? We're going to look at them. John 1.1 says what? That word to utterance, that word, same utter word is logos. What is that? John 1.1 says, in the beginning was the, and the word was with, and the word was, okay, that's logos. Okay, that is God's written word from heaven. It don't get no better. It's finished. Not won't be added to. It won't be taken away. It is perfect in all its ways. That is all you need. Now, rhema. Rhema comes from logos. And so we got to learn what is it. Okay, God uses his logos word, his word, the word of God, to speak his rhema word. Rhema is when the spirit will bring the word in language for you to articulate his truth. Man, sometimes when... Carl, you may stand up, and he will give you words that you can explain to the congregation. You see? Rhema comes. But then at the end, through that time you gave the word today, was what? The word of God. There was rhema, and there's logos. How does he speak to his church? Both. So we must be people of logos making sure we understand what his word says so that we can discern those things that come. See, even a person comes with a gift of prophecy, he says, no, let it be discerned. How do you discern it? What is true? The logos. God's written word. You see, that's how it works. God can speak an instant word to us, doesn't he? Who speaks? You may go somewhere and pray, and all of a sudden this word comes to you. And you say, wow, you're going through something tough. That's right my word. Brought from truth, knowledge. But before I can minister that, I have to have truth, Logos word. What she really needs is not my encouragement. She needs what? God's encouragement. How does that come? Faith comes by hearing, by hearing Logos, word of God. Bring Logos to people. Understand? That's what people need. That's what we need. We need Logos words of God. We need his written word. Greater is he, listen to his Logos word, greater is God, greater is he in me. That's a born-again believer right there. Set free, spirit-filled. Then he, demons, devil, darkness, anything you have to bring, greater. I can explain it in a rhema that comes right from his Logos word. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. 
That's the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's, let's praise today. Let's praise Him in spirit and truth. Let's praise Him. Let, this, let words of songs bring you to the Logos Word. Meditate on the Logos Word. Let God speak to you today. Let's pray according to the Spirit of God and see what can happen in His place today. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, that you give us these words on paper. I, uh, you had men write them down because you knew how important your word would be to us today. You had them write them down. Scribes were writing down those words. Did they really understand all that? I don't know, but I know if I read those words that you've given me in English. Zambia has their own language, but it's the same Logos word. Lord, so it doesn't matter. Lord, as you give us those words and we can declare the truth of those, Father, you work in that. We're going we're gonna to pray according to the Spirit. We're going to pray in the Spirit today. And Lord, thank you for leading us in Jesus' name.